Filmmakers and photographers Drinking coffee and talking Shit Now roll some of that beautiful bean footage <laughs> Welcome to Filmmakers and Photographers Drinking coffee and talking shit In this podcast you'll hear insights and stories from four guys And maybe an occasional guest Who have all come to the craft of visual media From very different starting points I'm your host, Matt Rickman. I'm Sean Luddy. I'm Chris Bell. I'm Randy Fitzenmeyer. In this episode, we're going to talk to budding young filmmaker and photographer Jack Rickman, who just happens to be my son. <laughs> we'll drink a little coffee and talk a little shit. Can we say shit now that Jack's on the podcast? Oh my gosh, I don't know. We'll have to beep it out. This show's all of a sudden going to become, you know, all ages. Well, I'd, li- I'd like to start out by saying welcome, Jack. Welcome, Jack. Yeah. Glad to have you Cheers. here. I'm really happy to be here. Cool. <laughs> Cheers. Jack, so what interests you in uh, making videos or photos? Uh, I just really like the like idea of like you have like some people and this like object that can just like create things and you like you do have to put in some input, but it's a lot of that like you could never do any of the thing like if you didn't have a camera you could never do any of the stuff that people do now without that. Um, there's always going to be art, but without cameras, there wouldn't be this art that I love. So, yeah, that's what interests me so much is you can just take this object yeah. and create something that's incredible. Well, and you carry a camera around in your pocket every day, right? An yeah. iPhone. So yeah. what, do, what do you prefer, stills or motion? Uh, I prefer motion more. I don't know. I'm I'm I haven't really ta- like gone into making stills, but I've done a lot of motion stuff. When did you originally get into making movies? Like do you remember? I don't remember. I cannot remember. <laughs> Forever yeah. ago when I was really young. Yeah. I think it might have come out of you know, I've always had cameras around and stuff like that and so you know, I remember Jack getting his hands on a extra old camcorder or something and you know starting to do that kind of stuff so did you ever use the ones that have like the actual vhs tape <laughs> you have to no. put on your shoulder <laughs> no. that was like when i was a kid <laughs> so you always had the compact some form of compact cord. Yeah, yeah pretty much That's did you nice. have to crank your camera chris crank uh well i did crank actually. the film through I, it. I still have some crank cameras hand. the true variable frame rate <laughs> <laughs> that's right yeah absolutely <laughs> So you're uh, on YouTube, right? What kind of videos do you make on YouTube? Um, well, I have two YouTube channels. I do one where I just put really whatever I want on it, mainly real-life stuff <laughs> where mm-hmm. I actually go out and film things. But um, I also have another YouTube channel where um, I play video games and whatnot with my friends. And Are you on Twitch? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, that's mainly what I do. I have a few old channels that I never post on anymore as yeah. well. DJ Studios. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So for uh, for Chris and Randy, can you explain what Twitch is? Um, it's uh, usually happens on my left reason. side near my eye. <laughs> the, and, the only uh, reason I know what that is, Jack, bourbon. is yeah. because I just edited a bunch of stuff from this uh, show called X Live Esports, oh, and yeah. uh, it basically it's like all these companies coming together in the esports arena, and it's super legitimized now, and there's big money in it, and they were talking all about Twitch and people playing on Twitch. Oh yeah. Yeah, but like Twitch is just like, it's pretty much just YouTube, but mainly for streaming. So it's like 
anybody can just go on there and start streaming as long as they have a computer. Um, and then after you've finished streaming, your stream will save to your account and people can go back and watch old streams and you can also set up like reruns and things so people can watch old streams. Is it primarily aimed at uh, streaming gameplay or is it any streaming? Um, well, there's also like, there's like subcategories and you can find your subcategories. So there are people who stream like it's under like a subcategory called like just chatting and it's people who just sit there with like a camera in front of them and they just talk to their chat and then there's gaming people and that breaks it even down into further subcategories of different games and yeah yeah it's pretty cool that's interesting i've always thought it was just gaming but it makes a lot of sense i watched a live stream the other day on youtube that was this um hand lettering artist that i follow and you know he was just live streaming doing some live lettering stuff you yeah know? no so, there's people like who do like art like uh, yeah you know like making like, letters on it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely absolutely so what's your favorite part jack it, the actual physically shooting or lighting or the story or whatever? um i'm really bad at story but uh, my favorite part is shooting it and editing it they're kind of neck and neck because i love oh. shooting it just being there and being a part of it and then i love editing because you can change you can change your footage so drastically and it's yeah absolutely does the thought of having to do an edit with footage you didn't shoot and you had no control or does that freak you out a little bit <laughs> i don't know i edit for some of my friends and it's always kind of nerve-wracking because you don't know especially with like my friends they never tell me exactly what they want so you're like do they really want this or am i just is this just in my head and so yeah it's a little nerve-wracking but <laughs> overall but i like it right? <laughs> yeah yeah jack already has a freelance gig he, he his friends pay him to cut his stuff, cut their stuff. See, and that's because they want the jack touch. <laughs> they give it to you for a reason. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, sometimes it's it's great to have other people edit for you because mm-hmm. they're not personally attached to certain shots. And Absolutely. They're serving the story. Yeah. And I actually, don't know if necessarily more, but differently. And if you trust yeah. your editor, it's it's like Christmas when you get that render. You're like. <laughs> I want to see what they did. You know what I mean? Sure, like, sure. It totally is like Christmas morning to see. Yeah, it's different. You, yeah, see, it's you nice. bring Christmas joy to your to your friends <laughs> when you send Santa them Claus. <laughs> Jack Claus. Yeah, absolutely. Who are some of the people you follow on YouTube? And what kind of creators are they? Like, what are they making? Um, I follow like over a hundred people. So, <laughs> yeah. but um, I mainly follow people like Dan Mace, Casey Neistat. Uh, I think I think his name is Austin McConnell. I don't know. I haven't watched him recently. Mm-hmm. PewDiePie. A little bit. I'm, I'm subscribed to PewDiePie. I don't actually really watch him, though. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know. I like Casey Neistat just because he changed YouTube so much. Like, yeah. the, his style is so different. Like, not a lot of people did that before he came around. Yeah. Um, and I like Dan Mays just because he's, like, he'll take, like, months on a video. But, like, it'll be such an, uh, like, it can be in love, love of insane importance or just some stupid thing that has no importance at all, but he'll take months on it and make it perfect. And I love that. And I like Austin McConnell's video videos because they're like, they're like scripted, but like, they're not, they don't, they don't follow a pattern there. It's, you never know what you're going to get when you watch one of his videos. Cause they're always different. Um, and so I like that because I like to make different content no matter like depending on video. Yeah. 
do you have a favorite format of content? Like, if somebody was like, okay, new rule on YouTube, you can only make one kind of video. Is there like one you'd say this is the one I like to do the best? Vlogging. Yeah, vlogging. Like straight really up talking cool. to the camera and yeah. talking to your fans and stuff. Yeah, that's cool. What sort of trend or new things are you seeing on YouTube, right? So Casey came out, he started doing his thing, a lot of people copy Casey, and then there's been the spinoffs, you know, uh, lots of those, especially in the like filmmaking and photography space. Um, what's next? Like from a style standpoint, what are you seeing that's, that's new or different? That's a really good question, because like... I don't know. Everyone's kind of. I feel like on YouTube, I really just see a lot of the same stuff. It's people copying Casey Neistat or people making gaming content. So it's really hard to tell what's next as far as content wise. But so yeah, it's, it is really, really hard to tell. I think for me personally, I think it is still going to be vlogging, just something. I don't know. Maybe someone will bring something different, but I have no way of telling what that is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's the. I've been thinking a lot about that. Like, how can you. How can you differentiate yourself now on YouTube and not feel like just a another you know Casey ripoff? Or well, yeah, and that's that's kind of the thing. There's so many users on YouTube, like YouTube. How do you stand out? Like, how do you get bigger? It's a really it's really hard to. Do you ever spend any that. time hanging out and like watching stuff on Vimeo versus just I have actually channels on YouTube? <laughs> I have never ever used Vimeo. Except for to watch, like, two of my dad's videos. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> that's the only reason I use Vimeo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It different different goals, right? Or different functions, in my opinion. YouTube versus Vimeo. Vimeo definitely Absolutely. seems more professional. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's yeah, content. And, and, and age. Just, I just well, find it really interesting. And Vimeo's yeah. less about the audience and more about, like, it's, it's almost closer to, like, a, a content management type tool, you know what I mean, as opposed to, like... A place to build an audience where that's all you know youtube is so audience driven. or you're just watching awesome shorts yeah you know? i mean i think it's more for creators than it is for like the consumers of the content you know what i'm saying absolutely yeah yeah i mean there's fantastic com uh, content, content absolutely I mean, just like, amazing work totally. yeah um, i mean but, but hollywood you have to know about it and go there or go there and look at staff picks and stuff but you're not going to search and stumble upon something on vimeo Right. Yeah. Just because, well, who owns and YouTube? And you usually, usually don't go down a Vimeo hole, whereas, like, with YouTube, you could oh get so down into the rabbit holes of, like, what pops up and suggestions and stuff that, like, on Vimeo, it's very, like, it's an intentful uh, con uh -huh. con consumption experience, whereas, uh -huh. like, YouTube is very just like, oh, my God, is it really, like, 1130? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Vimeo's like going to the movie theater, and YouTube is, like, flipping their channels. Yes. For That's sure. That's a really yeah. good analogy. Yeah. 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 What about uh, well, stories? So uh, are there stories that that you kind of keep a note of or are, I mean, with ideas, inspirations that... Yeah, how do you log your ideas when you're not, like, doing your, you know, you're around and you're like, an idea. Yeah. I just hope I remember it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I think of something all the time. Get like, him field notes for his birthday, Matt. <laughs> I think I have, I, gave, I, I have, like, two. When I, I was sitting in my dresser. Yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> He's digital. right on him. <laughs> He's digital, man. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just, I will just, I have a lot of downtime, especially now that it's summer. Um, so I come up with things all day since I literally just lay around and watch Netflix or YouTube. So I, I, I come up with things all day. Why don't you start learning 3D or something to be useful with your dad? <laughs> um, so I just, 
I pretty much just hope I remember it because I, I think I feel like for me it's like if it's good enough then I will remember it were you like super excited that summer was coming like not just for the fact that school gets out but that like now you have all this time to create yes but you know at, at the very end of school i was like i'm gonna create a video every week like a vlog style video every week i haven't made one video at all <laughs> yeah, get on it come on teenagers and the world needs it you know <laughs> teenagers are no I, i've started filming and then i'm just like yeah this isn't good enough so i just delete it and then i'm like okay maybe it was good enough okay never mind oh man yeah that'll that'll kill you yeah nothing kills like the pursuit of perfection yeah yeah what do you use to make your videos um, well, I, I generally just use my iPhone, um, and if I remember to, but I haven't been using it recently, uh, I have a gimbal for my iPhone, and occasionally a GoPro, and my iPad LumaFusion. Yeah, nice. Very minimalist. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. What do you want to do when you grow up? Something in the realm of filmmaking and photography or else I feel like I wouldn't be on this podcast if I didn't want to <laughs> I don't know but I'd like to connect it I've, I really like biology like marine biology specifically um, so I'd like to connect it to that in some way be like a Nat Geo uh, doc maker out in the yeah. ocean that'd be, that'd be pretty cool think about those stories you'd have yeah absolutely absolutely have you so ever looked at Paul shark, Nicklin right? stuff <laughs> I'm not <laughs> do yourself a favor and look it up at who Paul Nicklin. Paul Nicklin. Okay. See legacy. Yeah. See the guy who does those like prairie dog pictures. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just joking. Those are the best. Those are really nice. You know they pop yeah, look, almost staring right at you. Look <laughs> them up on Instagram. A lot of stills, but does motion, cool. underwater red stuff. Yeah. What were you doing at 13 years old, Chris? I was making uh, Super 8 films. I mean, it, uh, we would, we'd gather up all the buddies and we'd say, all right, who's going to be Bond? Okay, you're going to be Bond. <laughs> <laughs> who's going to be this? You know, and who's going to be the bad guy? And uh, we'd go film these crazy, stupid. I wish I, 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 I got, I wish I had some of those, you know, just to look back. <laughs> right. It'd be absolutely hilarious. But yes, we were doing stuff like that. Uh, we were trying to figure out like special effects, like, okay, if you get shot, you know, how, what are we going to do? You know, where, where does the blood come out and how does it work? And, you know, and I'm not putting ketchup in my mouth again. Ah, come on, man. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's the kind of stuff I was doing. I was probably started doing that when I was, I don't know, maybe... Well, probably about 13, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. somewhere in that age. That's kind of what I do right now. Do I, you? Yeah. I go, um, just last summer, I was in uh, Red Rocks with my friends filming a sci-fi movie. It never went anywhere. We only got, like, a fourth of what we wanted done. But, like... That's cool. Yeah. yeah. We started it, anyway. So... Yeah. That's, that's excellent. Do. Yeah. I'd just say, take it to the bitter end. And, uh, you know... It's uh, you always learn a lot uh, when you you know you kind of complete the project like that and believe me there were many super eight films like man I I'm so done with this who you know it's like and if we were to show it out of anybody outside the group we would have <laughs> never been able to show our faces <laughs> again yeah. anywhere exactly. yeah. it's better to start and stop than never to start at all they say yeah yeah and I've never regretted anything I finished yeah. I've always regretted not finishing things, yeah. but, you know, I'll do something, I'll throw it up on YouTube or I'll make something and, you know, and, and not getting caught up in the, like, you know, perfection of things. Right. Just, just do it, man. Just do yeah. it. Yeah. Do you ever, are you ever attracted to, like, uh, 
mood kind of stuff or you know you listen to a song and you're thinking oh man i could see some visuals going with this yeah yeah i've definitely I mean, done that a few times yeah, that's always fun yeah it's, that's why i listen to music so much is i'm just like hmm could i do something with that yeah what kind of music do you listen to jack give me some of your top artists mm, i used to listen to a lot of eminem um i still listen to joji um kind of like in and out like i i I just i like certain songs Mm -hmm. um but i don't really listen to any artists religious religiously a whole lot anymore marshmallow (laughs) i do not listen to marshmallow (laughs) (laughs) what about billy eilish kind of i don't know i mean i again it's not like daphne or mason how they listen to him to her all the time yeah um but i like a few of her songs yeah who's the best guitar player ever no. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that was... Hey, thanks, Jack. <laughs> John Mayer is the correct answer. But... <laughs> yeah, I could lean that way. <laughs> so do you like the uh, the kind of technology part of it? Is that something that attracts you as well? Or, yeah, or is yeah. That, okay, yeah, so you, really that like doesn't it. scare you away like, oh, gosh, what do I, you know, what is this or that? Or I think it's kind of both. Like, I don't think, like, I do love technology and whatnot like i wouldn't be able to do youtube without technology but like all of this all the podcast setup yeah i could not have figured that out at all (laughs) yeah but like that's like the only thing that scares me away is when i could like i really do not understand how something works like if i do not understand how something works then i will not use it Mm -hmm. but if i understand a little bit then i can genuinely figure it out Mm -hmm. good yeah, one of the things that I talk with Jack a lot about is not getting caught up in the, uh, you know, oh, if I only had a better camera, or, right. you know, that, especially with an iPhone. Now that I have an f- iPhone that can shoot in 4K, that's all I need. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, it's just absolutely amazing what you can do with an iPhone. Just, yeah, footage just, is gorgeous. Just crazy good. Yeah, <laughs> crazy good. Yeah, Randy, what were you doing when you were 13? Well, I started, as you know, and a little differently, not in motion, but in still. So I think I was about that age, the first time I saw a print come to life in the mm-hmm. developer tray in a darkroom and got me hooked. And my dad had, and grandpa had a bunch of cameras laying around and just shoot, shoot, shoot. Yeah, nice. That's fun. Fun. I don't know what I was doing when I was 13. I think I probably got my first camcorder when i was like 11 or 12 so i kind of started doing some video stuff but i wasn't i wasn't doing the stuff that jack's doing you know like i wasn't trying (laughs) to actually produce a good time my friend oh yeah (laughs) because it wasn't like that right yeah well i was just thinking about i mean like even even when i was in high school so i mean i graduated in 2004 and to me it seems like a long time ago you guys might not but i mean even like what we were doing like in the AV room with like morning yeah. announcements and and the tech back then i mean i mean i was getting to edit videos back then but just the ease of like getting great image quality nowadays is and we've talked about this on the podcast a lot but it's yeah. just a great time to yeah. be doing what we do you can make a really good quality piece of content with not a ton of mm-hmm. you know and be creative costs. and experiment and yes. for, for- inexpensively yes you're not rolling film right <laughs> yeah or having to like use vhs things and you're lucky you tape you know i mean yeah. you're according your dad, to dad you're third, growing up in a creative I mean, I remember, family yeah I, I don't remember the cutting the actual film but what i remember is like the 
we had like you know basically a vcr that was recording the the yeah takes from right. tape you know from a, yeah. from other vhs you're always going down a generation to, mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you're starting with a crap image and just then oh, taking beating it up, it up even well, more and when i was really little i mean not 13 because i think at that point i was really into music i had switched from any sort of like i wanted to be a writer i wanted to be a magician i wanted to be a ventriloquist i wanted to be a <laughs> yoologist that taught people how to do yo-yo tricks i had a lot of phases as a kid but I do remember my mom had like a one of those video cameras with the VHS tapes in it. And my sister and I would do these little videos, you know, of either a story I had written or just, you know, it was snowing. So we did one about the abominable snowman <laughs> using this puppet that she had. And it's like, you know, the way we edited that was we would like record something, go back and watch it. And then if it, we messed up or something, we'd have to stop the tape and then record Again, like in yeah. the camera, recording take by take by take on this VHS, and then pop it in the VCR and watch it when we we're done. And yeah. I mean, I just remember being like, "That's that's how you did it." There was no other way. There was no other reality. There was just like, "Yeah, we're gonna do shot by shot, and then you know, re- rewind it and pause it and record and yeah. talk about manual." You oh, know, man, it changed how. I used you to know. do that professionally. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like that was the real way to do it. Oh, Who yeah. knew I was a professional grade filmmaker back then with the camcorder? That would be called linear? Linear, linear editing. In, linear. in camera editing. Man, and I loved I loved linear editing. Man, yeah. shuttling those decks and yeah, right. ins and outs and shit, man. That was so much fun. Yeah. Something Chris and I were talking about earlier um, is how people Jack's age are like so camera ready. You know, they're... I grew up behind the camera, and now you know mm-hmm. it's expected that the kids on YouTube and stuff—they're in front of the camera. You know, they're streaming on on Twitch, and they're doing all this stuff. And all of my kids have been in front of the camera, and they're out on YouTube and stuff. And just how different that is. I think that gives you. I mean, you. I'll ask you, maybe Jack. I mean, do you think that having been in front of a camera and in a social media world for a good portion of your of your life at this point? Does it give you some like any sense of confidence or the opposite or um kind of a little bit of both like i i'm confident to put things out i don't like i'm not very confident in putting things out of myself mm-hmm. that's why i don't make vlogs anymore because okay. like that i'm not very confident in putting out myself but like putting out like short films and things i can do that easily even if i know the editing is terrible even if i know it looks <laughs> terrible even if i know that it looks really comedic and whatnot even though it's not supposed to be I'm so confident in putting it out because I know somebody can find it interesting. Mm-hmm. And it's satisfying to put out content, too. Right? Oh, yeah, I know. Because like, right, then, then that's, like the, that's like when you turn in an assignment at school. Like it's, like it's like the satisfaction of finally knowing that you've finished and that you've gotten all the way through it and you've powered through it. That's cool. Yeah, absolutely. So let's uh, let's all go around and give Jack a piece of advice. Oh boy, <laughs> should I start there? Oh, oh, God. Yeah, I'll start. I'll start yeah, to give da- you guys a few seconds to think about uh, what advice you would. Dad's give. sage uh, advice. Imagine you were thirteen, and I, I don't know. My biggest thing. I wish I could go back when I was thirteen and tell myself to worry. And we've talked, we've hit on this topic a few times in the podcast. But uh, don't worry about the gear. Um, worry about storytelling. You know, worry about the things that you can you can control. Um, you know, learn to compose a good shot. Think, yeah. You know, look at look at other people's work and and think about why you like it, why it you know why it works well, and then uh, apply that to your work. And you know, don't don't worry about the gear and because there's always something better. You know, we were talking in between the podcast about well, you know, you could get this camera, or you could spend seventy thousand on this camera. I mean, there's 
there's almost no end. Well, you turn into a technician. Yeah. Not a, mm. not a storyteller. Not an artist. Not, yeah, not yeah, a, yeah, absolutely. A, so don't worry about the gear. Really worry about storytelling. And other than, I mean, ultimately, just make stuff. Like we end this mm-hmm. podcast with every time. Make stuff. Keep making stuff. You will get better. Mm-hmm. Learn to get along and work well with others. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Really good. Yeah. Yeah. Sean? What would you tell 13-year-old Sean Lee? There's two, there's two things I will tell you that have served me well. And one of them, I'm, I mean, one of them you never stop. The other one takes a long time to learn to do well. The first one is you live in, a, in an age where information is available to you so easily. So any software, any, like, effect, anything that you see, you can pretty much figure out how to do it. And that is going to be invaluable to you because... I never, like when I went to school, it was for design, graphic design. So I was working in Photoshop, right? There was no Premiere, no After Effects. I, that was not part of my world until it had to be. And wouldn't you know it, lynda.com, YouTube, beautiful stuff. So learn, 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 take advantage of that. And then the second one would be learn how to take criticism too because it is not easy mm-hmm. and it's hard to hear feedback and clients are going to drill you. And it, oh man, I just my blood still boils when a client comes back with like, awful changes or like changes that I'm like, are you kidding me? Like my blood pressure goes up, but you need to learn how to do it as a professional creative. Yeah. It's just part of the gig. And, and the easier time you have letting it roll off your back and go, cool. Yep. I'll make that yellow. You know, <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the more calm and enjoyable being a creative will be. Cause it is so awesome. Well, and creative for as a professional and you've got your personal projects, you got your professional projects. And yes. so that, that makes it easy. Yeah. I would say, uh, you know, a big piece of advice is uh, fail big and often. <laughs> yeah. Because then you'll learn. Yeah. 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 Fail forward. That's fail the, forward. That's the fail, modern. Yeah. Fail yeah. up, my man. Yeah. <laughs> fail early. Yeah. Cool, cool. Well, listen, gentlemen, it's always a pleasure to sit down with you guys and talk about our craft and drink some coffee or um, tea or whatever it may be. Tea. For those of you brave enough to listen to this podcast, please make sure you've subscribed on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Share it with your friends and colleagues, and also, if you can, give us a little love on iTunes by rating and leaving feedback for this podcast. And lastly, go out and make something. Filmmakers and photographers Drinking coffee and talking